You're listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Tommy Lincoln the inside. They're into the home stretch now. Turn it up, still clear. Holding hot and treacherous. American outlaw, Tommy Lincoln to the inside. But it's Turn It Up who's going to go all of the way. Turn it up. Turn it up too good. American How would you like to own a horse like Turn It Up? Uh, odds on, just into red figures uh, with Tab for uh, one of the the free-for-all at Albion Park tomorrow night. Won 29 races from 60 starts. Chris Barsby, good morning. Yes, yeah, Steve, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. Uh, you'd like a barn full of those type of horses, wouldn't you? Absolutely, and placed on a heap of occasions as well. Yeah, 29 wins. 13 seconds, 9 thirds, 60 starts. And Jared's about to tell you, just touching red figures at the moment. But, gee, that's a good meeting tomorrow night at Albion Park. And I'm I'm certain you're keen to get your teeth into the prices with Jared very soon. Yeah, absolutely. It's Q-Bred Breeders Classic Race Night tomorrow night at Albion Park. Again, 11 races. And as we just touched on, a really good free-for-all as well. The Mayor's Open Pace tomorrow night, really strong as well. So we'll focus on Albion Park in just a moment. Jared Daffy, as you outlined, Steve joins us now. Jared, good morning. Morning, Chris. Uh, we've got a heap of harness racing action right across the country and even into New Zealand tonight. A couple of big races coming through later this afternoon from Alexandra Park. Races 5, 6, 7 and 8. They're the main ones and there could be some interesting little uh, uh, highlights from that race as far as a Queensland Constellations uh, viewpoint is concerned. So we'll watch with interest there. Let's go west, though. Gloucester Park each and every Friday night. Race five is the feature tonight. The three-year-old Diamond Classic. Favourite here is the pole marker, Our Lady Gen 250. Sweet Vivian, 370. 550. Lady Violetta, $8 gliding star. Where's the money going in race five? Well, on Wednesday when these prices went up, Our Lady Gen was $3.60. Quickly got into 330 That's normally the end of it, but, uh, well, it certainly hasn't been because last night it moved into 280 and this morning into 250. So in summing up, 360 into 250. Big move. A little bit of interest in uh, the second elect air drawn beside it. Uh, Sweet Vivian uh, currently at 370. It's been hovering around about that price for a couple of days now, but it's the standout there, Our Lady Jen. Okay, so number one, Our Lady Jen there, strongly pushed in race number five. Menangle tomorrow night. We've got these Tab Regional Championship finals taking place this week. Wednesday night, it was Bathurst for the uh, the, the West. Uh, we've got the Hunter tonight at Newcastle. Tomorrow night, the Metro. Later today, we've got the uh, Riverina at Wagga. But just with race five tomorrow night, the favourite in a very open race is Muscle Bar 380, parked in heaven 460. Uh, we've got $5 Gordon's Bay, 550 Patsy Valentine, $7 Soho Rhapsody, $7.50 Joe the Bookie, and $9.50 Small Tees. So there's a few here that you can make cases for. And there's a few that have been backed, and the reason for that is, or the reasoning behind that is that Muscle Bart did open at $2.80. It's now out to $3.80. That's a fairly significant move outwards. So what that's meant, Chris, is that others behind it in the market um, have started to firm up. Parked in heaven from the pole there, $5 into $4.60. It's probably been the best back. A couple of others there. Patsy Valentine at $5.50. Uh, Small T's, 11 into $9.50. And Joe the Bookie, $8.50 into $7.50. Gordon's Bay is unmoved at $5. So I guess the telling factor there is that Muscle Bart, uh, the, the punters, the early shoppers, and you've got to take notice of that money, 
clearly against it, 280 out to 380. Okay, so they're taking on Marcel Labart, looking at one parked in heaven. The free-for-all is race six tomorrow night. Expensive ego. We all know he loves Menangle. He was able to score first up last week. He's in the red again, and he's very short at 145. But the interesting runner in this race tomorrow night is Majestic Cruiser. He's the reigning Blacks FA champion, 340. And then we're out to double the figures. So it's a race in two, uh, or is it a race in one with the prices? Well... Not much has happened here, uh, which is rather strange. Now, Expensive Ego opened at $1.40 and Majestic Cruiser at $3. They've both gone out. That's uh, just a little tightening of the percentage. That's uh, the reasoning behind that. But out to one forty-five, Expensive Ego, it hasn't moved since. Majestic Cruiser now $3.40. There's actually no interest in it at three forty. Looking for any of those roughies that have attracted any sort of support. No, nothing really. So... Uh, I guess what that means is expensive ego. That 145 is probably right. Might you might get a little bit a, a little bit better. You might get a little bit worse. Okay. And just for those wondering, those to have regional championship finals today and tonight. Uh, Newcastle, it's race number five tonight, and at Wagga later today, it's race number seven. So all of those uh, big finals taking place this week. Top two from each of the four regionals will go to Menangle for the big grand finale so that's in two weeks time so we look forward to that Melton just tomorrow. on just on Wagga Chris yep. there's been a big move in that race race seven number six Brooklyn Bridge Br- Brooklyn Bridge opened at 165 it was one, into 160 within minutes of the prices opening it's now into 145 so that's Wagga tonight race seven number six okay we can add that to the multi Brooklyn Bridge good push there uh Melton tomorrow night couple of races that will focus on race seven the Trotters free-for-all uh, Odds-on favourite here is the star mare, Queen Elida, at $1.35. Uh, next in betting, four twenty Alderman Stride, and then we're looking at double figures. So are they getting around the mare? Only through multis, um, $1.35. That was the opening quote. There's been no interest in anything else to win that race. Alderman Stride unmoved at four twenty as well, and well, then it's $13 or better for the rest, uh, Chris. But $1.35, plenty of multi-action there on Queen Elida. Okay, and race eight, the Richmond last. The odds-on favourite here in Cypher at one dollar fifty-five, four sixty Petalonte, five fifty Beachlight. So they're all stable, mates. But the clear choice is in Cypher. Mm, crash bang wallop, they went here as soon as the markets went up. Now, when it went up in Cypher, it was two thirty uh, Petalonte at two dollars eighty. It's into a dollar fifty-five in Cypher, and the other one's out to four dollars sixty. So that's a big mover outwards. Uh, Beach Life, the other one from the Stuart Kennel. Uh, Kennel stable uh, six into five fifty, but uh, quite clearly that's a big move for Encipher, and they very rarely miss when they bet like that early. Yeah, she could be a chance of heading to Queensland for a uh, a race like the Golden Girl, the Group One Mares feature. So oh, good. We'll watch with interest there. Uh, speaking of Albion Park tomorrow night, big night, Kibra Breeders Classic race night. The two and three year olds have got big finals coming up. The free for all market is up, and as Steve highlighted at the start of the show, turn it up. He's back in action. He's at one dollar eighty-five. Pete said so. Who scored last week? Downing Black Sedans two thirty, and then we're looking at ten dollars American Outlaw. So a race in two. Well, that's the way it looks, and that's the way it opened. Pete said so, and turned it up. Both opened at two dollars. So it's always interesting to see which way the punters go when markets like that go up. And although it's drawn outside, Pete said so. Turn it up is the one. Two dollars into a dollar eighty-five. And uh, whilst that's been going on, Pete said so out to $2.30. So clearly the money would turn it up there.
Okay. Uh, speaking of two-horse races and uh, those big races from Auckland tonight, Alexandra Park, the Roy Purden Memorial uh, is the lead-up for next week's Auckland Cup. Now, it's important to point out, Akuta is a late scratching here, so it's now a race in two according to the prices. Self assured off 20 metres, $1.85, Old Town Road. He's at $2.25. It's double figures for the others in that race. So that race has certainly been robbed of interest with Akuta, and I'm sure that's not good news for racing Queensland officials who are desperate to invite Akuta to the rising sun. So he's out. So we'll see if he starts next week. Uh, the big Anzac Trotting Cup takes place. That's race six. Uh, Favouritism here. Oscar Bonavina, speaking of the All-Stars, 360. Uh, next in betting, we're looking at $5 for Love in the Port, 550. Mystic Max, he could be headed to Queensland. Mystic Max for a race like the Great Square. There's been interest already uh, by connections for that race. The unbeaten Millwood Nike, $1.05, aiming for 14 straight victories. She's unbeaten this filly. And she is at unbackable odds. And race number eight tonight from Alexandra Park. Uh, this is the uh, three-year-old trotting championship final. Again, there could be interest for Queensland with the Great Square. Uh, the favourite here is Confessional, 340. Uh, next in betting, we've got 390 Sunny Sister, $5 Love Me Too. And then we're going out to 950 about Tectonic. So a couple of good races there from New Zealand. Speaking of good races, Jared, uh, as we know, just believe has basically made his way to uh, Sweden. He's going to be contesting the Elite mm. Lop on Sunday uh, Sunday week. So I'm looking forward to you going through all these names and prices in lead up to that uh, big that big race day because um, if you can pronounce some of these horses, you're doing well. <laughs> but the favourite is San Mateur. It's at three fifty. So if you fancy that horse. It's got good form. It's at 350. But a market is up, and that went up earlier this week. And the rising sun market, speaking of the futures markets, Jared, we, we've been touching on this. Leap to fame. We all saw what he's capable of last week. He was brilliant. He's now 250 to take out the rising sun. So no surprise he has trimmed up. Akuda, Merlin, and the Lost Storm, all on the second line of betting at $7. I'm expecting the Lost Storm to be officially invited uh, within the next couple of hours, days. So he'll be the next one. So that will leave one spot, and that will be for the four-year-old. So I think the, the print says a cooter. They've just got to make sure that uh, he can get through next okay. week, the Auckland Cup. So we'll wait and see. But those futures markets are up and running. Just on the elite lop, I don't know whether you've been uh, tracking along behind uh, the, the journey that Just Believe's been on. On Twitter, it's been well documented where it was. I see last night he was in a harness hotel in Amsterdam, and then uh, and then today or tonight it's going to be floated uh, to Sweden for that race. But he's a fifty-one dollar pop, um, probably not not going to win, but at least he's there. How do you reckon you'd handle the trip? They said sixty hours door to door. I did one once um, from Alice Springs to Tromso, which is up the top of uh, Norway. And it was 40 hours door-to-door, and I'm no good in planes. I can't even close my eyes. And uh, I was very tired when I got to Trump, so I can tell you. So 60 hours, you can leave me out of that. Yeah, that's what I think as well. So, yeah, as you said, $51 if you fancy the Aussie to uh, to go all the way and take it because it is a heat and final on the same day for those playing. Actually, just, just on that uh, travel issue... One of our yep. uh, listeners, he was a, a champion apprentice jockey, Mark Broadfoot, 
in uh, Victoria, uh, going back 30 years ago, 30, 40 years ago, he's into a lot of these transport, um, transporting of horses all over the world. Brisbane based, but he spends a lot of his time in the air or in other countries transporting horses. Yeah, right, okay, okay. Mark I was Rudford. told, I don't know if he still is, but speaking of people like that, Jeff Small, who was a champion trainer, prepared El Sue, Changeover, yeah. uh, Tintin in America, host of top-line horses, he got into that business. He gave away training, and uh, he was heavily involved there transporting horses in, in planes. So not sure if he still is, but I know at one point he was. So yeah, it's a different... Uh, Different path, anyway. Too right it is. So, yeah. All right, it's Golden got to be done. Uh, well, Gloucester Park tonight, race five, number one, Our Lady Jen, currently at 2.50. I did mention that one at Wagga, so we're going to throw it in. Race seven, number six, Brooklyn Bridge. That's tonight, $1.45. And then tomorrow night at Melton, race eight, number nine, um, in Cypher, currently one fifty-five, And we'll finish up with Turn It Up. Albion Park, race four, number six, currently $1.85. Righto, so that's easy. Race five, number one, Our Lady Jen at Gloucester Park. Later this afternoon at Wagga, race seven, number six, Brooklyn Bridge. Melton tomorrow night, race eight, number nine in Cypher. And at Albion Park, race four, it's number six, turn it up. So that's our four-leg multi for the weekend. Nice and simple, and hopefully that'll line the pockets. Is there anything for tonight? Uh, we're at Reckless this afternoon. Well, it's a twilight meeting. I think the best bet comes up in race seven, forever moments. I don't think there's going to be any great spoil with the price. But the key thing is here, Jared. this mare's second up in Queensland, first start at the track. She's trained on the track, so I've got no issue. She's got the right draw. She's got the right driver. I think it's the right distance. But importantly, she's only had the one start, which was a month ago. That's the only concern. But there's been five individual winners come out of that race, Jared. So okay. I think it's a really good form race. And... Uh, I think everything points towards her. So race seven, number one, forever moment. So we can go really skinny in that leg uh, of the quaddy and the double, and uh, hopefully she gets the job done. It's a dollar eighty, and uh, once again, Redcliffe. It's been exciting watching those trot rods. I love them. Yeah, well, the big finale next Wednesday night, mm. so you'll be tuned yep. in. Yep. Too right, absolutely. I'll talk to you next week, Jared. Thanks, Chris. Good man, there's Jared Daffy from Tab joining us with all the market movers for the weekend's features. So there's a lot to look forward to. But if you just missed it, it's race five, number one tonight, Gloucester Park, Our Lady Jen. Later today, Wagga in the Tab Regional Final, Brooklyn Bridge, race seven, number six. Tomorrow night, Melton, it's race eight, number nine in Cyber and Albion Park, race four, number six, turn it up. Ryan Spice joins us each and every Friday morning. He's online with us now. Ryan, good morning. Morning, Chris. Morning, listeners. How's that all been over the past week? Yeah, mate, another solid week and really looking forward to the weekend's action. Well, we've got a lot of good racing coming up. These Tab Regional Finals continue following on from Wednesday night. And a shout-out to Isabel Ross as well, Queensland-born. She's down working with Amanda Turnbull. She was able to claim that $100,000 Western Region Final. So well done to Isabel. Do you want to focus on Albion Park tomorrow night, Kibra Breeders Classic Race Night, or do you want to look down south? Uh, both, Chris. I've got a uh, one for Albion on the weekend, and I like a couple at Menangle. Okay, well, let's go at Albion Park. What are we looking at, Chris? I like the the way the two-year-old Phillies event is shaping, and I've come up with number nine Everart. That's the David Thorne train, Nathan Dawson to be driven Philly. This is just going to be her second race start. She's a big, powerful type. I think she will, should have improved immensely off that first start effort. She brings those different form lines. I think she can work into the race, and she'll be mighty hard to beat. 
Okay, so race seven, number nine, Everard. She's one for one, winning at Wagga. She looked a bit green there, but uh, you can tell there was a motor uh, underneath the bonnet. Yeah, without a doubt, Chris, she looks uh, like a big, raw, powerful type. And if she's improved two to three lengths off that uh, racing trip, I'm sure she'll be really hard to beat. Okay, so that's race seven, number nine, Everard. What about at Menangle tomorrow night? What are we looking at there? Hey, Chris, my best down there comes up in race two, number five, Heaven on High. This is an NR up to 80 event. Jack Trainer goes back on for another David Thorne trained horse, currently 280 with Tab. This fell in six weeks between runs. He's an ex-Kiwi. His last start was in the Renshaw Cup when finishing seventh. First up for his campaign this year, he did go 50.5, winning in this same grade. I think if he's ready to go, he's a class runner and can dominate that field. Okay, so that's race two, number five, heaven on high. And as Ryan said, 280 right now, tab fixed price. Is there another one at Menangle or just the one? Chris, just a little uh, spec in that tab regional final. Bit of a long price roughy to play with. The final's over 2300 It's worth 100k, and I'm sure there's going to be solid tempo here with the full field. And the one I don't mind that ran on really well in its heat is Ed Mendez. It's at an each-way price of $34. It was really solid in the heat. Only got cleared late, but hit the line well. Ellen Rickson takes the drive for her dad, Peter. And um, I hope they go hard and it can sail down the outside and be in the finish. Okay, so good value there. $34 the win currently and $6 the place. That's race five, number 11, Ed Mendes. So just in wrapping up, your three for the weekend. Albion Park tomorrow night, seven by nine, Everard. And at Menangle tomorrow night, we're going two by five, heaven on high, and race five, number 11, each way, Ed Mendes. Perfect. Give him strength. All right. And just quickly, your thoughts on Leap to Fame last week? Uh, super, Chris. Smashed the clock. Um, made to work overtime early. All looks, uh, all looks good for an onwards and upwards and a dominant winter campaign. Okay, two fifty right now. Tab fixed price for the Rising Sun. Is that value, or do we just keep the powder dry? I'm probably more keen, Chris, to take the five dollars in the Blacks of Fake rather than the two fifty in the Rising Sun. As silly as that sounds, just the potential to to draw poorly over twenty one hundred versus the the twenty six hundred that the Blacks uh, Blacks of Fake will be. Yeah, okay, makes sense. So we'll lock away the five dollars right now for the Blacks of Fate with a leap to fate. Brian, enjoy the weekend and we'll touch base next week. Cheers, Chris. There's Ryan Spice joining us. So here's uh, three for the weekend. Albion Park, race seven, number nine, Everard, up for David Thorne. And at Menangle tomorrow night, two by five, heaven on high, race five, number 11, each way, Ed Mendez. Let's go to Albion Park. Big night of racing there tomorrow night. As I mentioned, the Kibred Breeders Classic race night features come through for the two-year-olds and the three-year-olds. And we've got a very good open and a very good mare's open as well. From the Albion Park Harness Racing Club, Edgar Patterson joins us again. Edgar, good morning. Good morning, Chris. How you doing? Yeah, really well. This is an excellent card tomorrow night at the creek. Yes, pretty mouth-watering stuff, the old Kibred finals night. Plenty of good horses. Um, a very exciting race four featuring the, the gate speed god, I like to call him, turn it up. Um, we also have speech of silver in there. He's getting fitter. Um, now third up, so he looks fit and ready to go. Pete Sid's obviously toppled Black Sedance last week. Um, and I've actually even got quite a lot of time for American Outlaw off the uh, Barrier One draw. 
Okay, well, that race comes through at 6.47, so it's at a, a really good time slot, that open tomorrow night over the mile, so I'm sure they'll run a bit of time, given the track's undergone some remedial works recently. Where do we find your best bet tomorrow night? Well, I had a scour through, and I was really interested in that uh, race number six for the Mares, because that's just a cracking field. You know, you've got Uptown Beach Girl, Cat King Cole, Miss Mucho's been going well with no, no real luck. Red Tricks, well, she just doesn't like to run with any other horses. She likes to do it all on her own speed. Um, and then we've got Gendon Strike and Scarlet Babe in there as well. So that is probably my favourite race to look forward to as a spectator. But my best bet comes in as race number eight, Attachment. Um, he's trialled up well since uh, sort of getting a wee bit worked up last start. Um, and he ran six metres behind Colt 31 and Big Wheels in the most recent trial. Obviously, Colt 31 came out and had a monster effort fresh up and won on Tuesday. That was uh, some impressive stuff. So I feel like Barrier 2, there's an emergency in Barrier 1 who likely will get scratched. So, yeah, probably the main danger, the uh, Ricky Ultron runner that's coming up from New South Wales. But, yeah, I think attachment can get the job done. Okay, so race eight, number two, attachment. You'll have more best bets coming through on the social media channels tomorrow. Yep, 100%. And uh, the constellations are getting closer and closer, so it's getting exciting. And uh, our hospitality packages are on sale on the website, so make sure you don't miss out. Get in there, get involved. Um, Chris, do you want me to talk a wee bit about New Zealand? Well, we've got feature racing coming through from the North Island tonight. Plus, you've got a meeting coming through from Addington. So you've got the best of both worlds tonight. Give us one. <laughs> okay, well, I thought you'd never ask. Um, <laughs> well, my top tip is actually in a stand start, would you believe? And it's in uh, race number six. And that is the uh, HR Fiskin Sons 2023 Anzac Cup. Love in the port. They put up some juicy odds at about $9 on open. That's been snapped up, and he's halved in quote. He's into fives. Um, he's been warming up very nicely, this preparation. He hasn't had all, a lot of luck in the draws. Um, he's got sort of the handicap. Uh, he's got no handicap this week. So if he can step, Matty Williamson's a nice, aggressive driver. He gets into the top. Um, his sectionals last start in the 56 run home was very good, and he was taking ground off them. So I think loving the port can get the job done tonight. Okay, so that's in the North Island, Alexandra Park and the Anzac Trotters Cup. Race six, number five, Love in the Port for Team Williamson, $5 currently. So we'll back up there. That race gets underway at 5.52 this afternoon. Hopefully that fills us up and then we'll unload on attachment tomorrow night at the creek. Yes, yes, yes. Maybe have to put a wee bit of a Cornella bed or a Saver bed on the one on our back behind attachment because I feel like attachment may lead the whole way. And obviously, with these uh, lightly race horses, they're still learning, so could be beaten up the lane. <laughs> uh, well, we'll watch with interest. Edgar, as always, appreciate the time, and we'll see you trackside tomorrow night. Awesome. Thanks, Chris, mate. Here's Edgar Patterson joining us from the Albion Park Harness Racing Club. He's in charge of all the social media uh, info that the club put out, and uh, he loves putting out a tip as well. So he's given us attachment in the Breeders' Classic two-year-old Colts and Geldings final. And being a, uh, a good old Kiwi lad, he likes race six, number five, loving the port in the Anzac Cup. That's race six, number five. Let's get the thoughts of Darren Clayton to round out mobile rolling on this Friday morning. The Friday fill-up, we need to find winners for the weekend. And Darren's our man. Good morning. Yeah, morning, Chris. Just Was that a was that a tip, loving the port, or was Edgar just saying what he likes on a cold night? <laughs> well, 
you can ask him tomorrow night. Let's just cheer at home and see if, uh, if it gets the spoils. Hey, just a quick one. Uh, the Rising Sun, 2.50 now leap to fame. Uh, that race is still a little while away. It's July 8, but following that uh, demolition first up last week. Do you think there's value there? Akuta, a late scratching tonight. Question mark now on next week with the Auckland Cup. Merlin, $7. And the Lost Storm, he looks like he's going to pick up that other three-year-old invite, $7. So what would you go now with Leap to Fame or just keep the powder dry? No, I'd be prepared to hold out, Chris. I think just the way the race shapes in that it's preferential age and sex, um, depending how many mares actually come into the race, he could basically... Um, on previous years could end up drawing as close as four or as, as bad as 12. So um, I think there's too much variable there. Um, I know a random draw, you're in the same situation, but at least you're, you're sort of across the board. But as it stands at the moment, um, you've probably got Merlin drawing gate one. Um, if we can get Wonderful to fly across, she probably draws somewhere in gate three and then... Um, if the Lost Storm's there, well, he's probably in, in gate one or two as well. So, um, yeah, I, I'd be holding off at the moment. OK. Ryan thought the $5 for the Blacks of Fate was uh, probably a better option. Yeah, on face value, it probably does. On, on looking what um, potential open-class horses would be coming for that race, obviously Magnificent uh, Storm would be there. So, um, yeah, I, I think that's probably a, a better option. Okay, the free-for-all tomorrow night. We saw a little bit of an upset last week. Blanks dance was turned over, and it was Pete Sedso uh, causing that upset. He backs up tomorrow night, but this week he's got to take on Turn It Up, and uh, as we all know, he's got a front-row draw, and it's a mile. So he probably looks the leader at $1.85, Turn It Up. Pete Sedso, 2.30. How do you see it? Yeah, I think Turn It Up gets his opportunity again. We know, we know what he's like off the gate. He just... Uh... Just puts the left-hand blinker on to Shane Graham and he's in front within a within 100 metres generally, regardless of how wide he goes. And to be fair, the wider it is for him, it seems to be the easier he gets across. So um, he, he gets to the front and then, of course, he's always got the options. Then last time out, he was able to pinch a 31-second second quarter and then that just left it for a... Um, you know, a pretty good last half where he was able to get home in sub-27 and once he's doing that, there's nothing can really take ground off him. So similar sort of scenario plans out, uh, pans out there. I can't see anything applying too much mid-race pressure, so Shane can probably pinch another second, second quarter breather there and then just rip him home. OK, what about the Mayor's Open, a race six tomorrow night? This is probably one of the strongest Mayor's Open we've seen at Albion Park. For, for the locals for a long, long time. How, how do you read it? Yeah, well, it's it's a real um, it's a real mix, isn't it? You've got what we we're sort of deeming arguably the best mare in Queensland at the moment in terms of Uptown Beach Girl. You've got the the former star juvenile on the way back in Cat King Cole, and you've got a a mare that's just been uh, breaking their hearts out in front with some sort of solid front running displays in Red Tricks, and then. Um, there's plenty of other quality around them as well. You've got Arnie Bella, Jendon Strike, Miss Macho has been doing a super job, just keeps grabbing placings behind some of those top mares week in, week out. So, 
Um, it's a cracking race. It's hard to look past Uptown Beach Girl on what she's done. She's won five in a row. She ended last season on a winning note in a three-year-old term. She's returned this season, put three on the board, and then again uh, another let-up, and then comes back again last last time out and just dominated out in front again. So you'd expect her to be fitter. Draws probably um, the worst of those sort of three Cat King Cole Red Tricks, but I don't think that should be an issue. I think she can do the work if required. I mapped it as Cat King Cole getting first to the pegs, probably handing up to Red Tricks, um, and, and Uptown Beach Girl probably having to sit outside her. Just depends whether they opt to go with Red Tricks. If they try to run Red Tricks like she ran last week and pulled well clear of the field, um, and then just gets a little bit weary, or whether they try to really eyeball her. Um, either way, I think Uptown Beach Girl should be too good. Okay. Let's have a look at these Kibre Breeders Classic Finals. Race three for the boys, the three-year-old Colts and Geldings. For real life, yay or nay from gate seven? Uh, I've got him as a yay. I think he can force the issue. And uh, uh, I believe he's secured a slot in the Hayden as well. So he can uh, he can put the cherry on top of that cake there tomorrow night from gate seven. Okay, let's go across to the three-year-old Phillies race five. Jewel Melody, the inside of the second row. I find this race intriguing following the barrier drawn out. Yeah, it certainly does. I, I guess, um, you know, we mentioned the other day she was probably not coming and then all of a sudden she lands in the noms. There was probably a few trainers let out a bit of a squeal, but, um, you know, more out of frustration that they're a, a solid chance. But gate eight certainly levels it back up again. So um, it's interesting what happened. Talk like motion's a gate speed mare. Do you look to go all the way from there, knowing you, then your main danger is camped well and truly on your back, or... Or do you opt for some cover? Because there's certainly a, uh, an opportunity there to take cover and then just force Jewel Melody to be three fence and, and take your shot from there. It's certainly interesting. Um, it, it's hard to look past Jewel Melody purely off a record. She's a three-time Albion Park winner from four starts. Three of those, uh, sorry, two of those three wins, group one victories. So um, it's just, it's too hard to go past her in the in the. Um, how classy she actually is. Yeah, but it's going to be a real tactical battle, that one, now, because of the draw. And remember, it's only a mile as well, these three-year-olds. The two-year-olds are over the mile as well. Their race is seven and eight. Race seven for the Phillies. I like this field. I think there's some real talent amongst them, and I think this is going to be a very competitive race. Yeah, sure is. And um, probably the two the two top seeds I guess are probably drawn bad in uh, Riley Rainbow 11 Everard in 9 but then you've got better collect off a first up win where she was really impressive was impressive in a trial to frank that first up win so she goes to Albion Park for the first time gets probably the, the gate advantage and then you've got more sass 3 from 3 at Albion Park went to Menangle and it just didn't work out for her down there we're, we're all probably trying to get a gauge on, on how good she was uh, going to that APG race, but then sort of struck some trouble and that, that ended that. So, um, it, yeah, it really... So I'm going Riley Rainbow on top. I think she might just be a little bit more versatile. She can um, she can come home off speed, which she's done in a couple of wins, and if, um, you know, a bit of mid-race pressure and a um, few drivers chancing their arm, I think uh, she might be the one, but Everard, she's the query runner, comes up for New South Wales for David Thorne. And then the other two amongst a field that anything could really surprise here. 
Mm, yeah, good race, that one. Race seven for the two-year-old fillies. And what about the boys? Do we believe our eyes and follow that trial effort of attachment, or is there a few here that are really going to test him? Well, off that trial, you've you've got to say he just leads and wins after he led that trial up and beat home open-class performers in Big Wheels and Colt 31. That's been franked with Colt 31 winning off 20 metres on Tuesday afternoon. So... Um, off our eyes, he gets to gate one, even from gate two, if the emergency is required, he can still go to the front. Um, my ultimate Buddha, be camped on his back if he does start from gate one. Um, they might actually be hoping for a, a, a scratching in that way that uh, that would put my ultimate Buddha possibly three fence. But um, yeah, he'll... I guess a horse darting down to the passing lane for the first time is always a little bit of a, a concern as well, which my ultimate Buddha might have to do. So especially being a two-year-old, they're still learning. Um, I think attachment can lead and win. Badland is the other one. He was pretty good on Tuesday with his win, and uh, if he takes further improvement off that, if anything should happen up front that sort of um, throws a spanner in the works, well, he's one that I think can certainly um, bob up at a price. Um, if attachment can't can't see it out. Yeah, well, it's all in front of us tomorrow night. 11 races again, the first getting underway at 5.12. The dashboard, is that up and available as we speak? Yeah, certainly is. That's out and about. Um, Pete McMullen, a driver to follow tomorrow night. It was a bit of a flip of the coin, I thought, between our top two drivers, Pete McMullen, Nathan Dawson. Amazingly, 11 race card tomorrow. Nathan's only got uh, six drives, and one of those is an emergency, so... Uh, quiet night by his standards. Pete McMullen, he's got a few that uh, I've actually got on top there in the shape of It's Mr Clooney, The High Commander, Riley Rainbow, Attachment, and then also got Better Than a Rocket, Riley Moment in the last. So, um, yeah, I, th I thought Pete might be the driver to follow tomorrow night. OK, you can find that on the RQ website as we speak. So your best bet in summing up for the weekend, where will we focus? Yeah, um... One of Pete McMullen's race two, horse number nine, the High Commander. I thought this race really sets up nicely for him. I really like him uh, coming off the speed. I think he's a better horse doing that. Um, two starts back, he, he knocked over Captain Shuffles, who was first up, and uh, he was able to dart through off the speed on that occasion. Didn't quite go to plan last time for him. I think this race uh, there tomorrow, race two, should generate the right tempo for him to just descend on the over the top of them and take the prize. Okay, so that's race two, number nine, the high commander. Darren, as always, appreciate your time and insights for the weekend. Enjoy. We'll touch base next week. Yeah, looking forward to tomorrow night. It should be a, an absolute cracker.